I can't watch any more trailers. <laughs> I am like burnt out. I, honestly, by the end, I was like, well, I watched a whole shitload yesterday, and then, and then today, I was like, all right, I'll get through the rest. And I started, and, I was, and by the end, I was like, nothing looks good anymore. That's that's why I took out. Like that's that's why I narrowed down the list because so many of the trailers in that imager list, I was just like, nope, I'm not talking about them. No, I didn't watch all of them in the imager list. I watched some on the, some on that list, and then I found a YouTube video that was like thirty five minutes long that was just all of them. Oh god! In, in in one video, and so then I just started. I was just I'd skip. I skipped a bunch. Uh, but there's a lot. It was like uh, uh, League of Tomorrow, and I was like, no, and then it was you know. Gotham season four, and I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff I didn't watch. <laughs> but you don't want to know about what happens to David Mazus's young Bruce Wayne? Not a little bit. Nope. <laughs> what about or what like, about Firestorm? What's nope. Firestorm? He's, uh, He's the nuclear the man of tomorrow. Oh no, I didn't watch. I didn't know. I didn't. Uh, nor did I. I didn't watch any of the DC TV stuff. I didn't watch the Krypton thing. I didn't watch. Yeah, I didn't really watch Arrow any of those Flash. either, in all honesty. Le- Le- yeah, I didn't what is it? Watch Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah. Legends of Tomorrow? No. Ever, there's them. like two good episodes per season on that show, and then the rest are like, ugh. I, I watched the first episode of the first season, and... I did too, and that was as I far was as done. I got. <laughs> then I was done. <laughs> I feel really, really bad dumb. for Brandon Routh, because he plays the shit out of that character, and he's just on such a bad show. He does, and he's really good. I like him a lot. Yeah, he was the only good part of Arrow season four for sure. All right, all right, let's yeah. save it. We could have cold opened. Oh, we can. You want a cold open? Well, I mean, now it's like I mean, if well, if we're talking about the cold open, then how are we even going to cold open? Uh, you know what? You know who does a good cold open? <laughs> <laughs> or a bad cold open? Or uh, you know, just a, a cold open in general. The Savage Land. <laughs> Come on, give it some oomph, man. The Savage Land! Hey, welcome back to the Savage Land. I'm Jason. I'm not ready. (laughs) (laughs) We're professionals. (laughs) I'm Matt. And I'm Rachel. And today we're going to be talking about uh, the Eisners and uh, San Diego Comic-Con and all that crazy trailer and comic book news garbage that we all know and love. Do we love it? Trail. I I really, I don't think I could, I think I need a two to three week hiatus on watching a trailer for anything (laughs) yep uh well depending on uh something that happens with another thing that we'll be talking about today that we also have another thing involved with then uh depends on that that'll that'll be the hinge on which you watch more trailers was that cryptic enough yep (laughs) just just right uh well uh today's episode is brought to you by comic bento guys we finally uh reached out to sponsors it's the first time we've ever done that it's terrifying isn't that just the worst uh yeah so no, we we, no, st- <laughs> we stopped being lazy we sent out our first uh our first uh couple of emails to sponsors and both of them actually responded to us so we will have sponsors from now on uh but comic bento was uh the first on our list and comic bento is a subscription box that uh sends you fifty dollars worth of freaking comic books every month how dope is that 
The dopest. Like, do you, ever walk, do you ever walk into a comic book store and you're like, you know what? I have no idea what to read. I just want to find something to read. And you have to stress about it. And then it's like, well, I drove all the way over here, so I got to buy something. But you just, you just can't decide. You ever have that? Yeah. Yep. Every yep. time. All the mm-hmm. time. Every yeah. single time. It's crazy. Yeah. And that's, yep. it, it is. And then you walk out with, like, Mad Magazine and you're real bummed. <laughs> exactly. Every, t- every time. I buy, I buy Mad Magazine every time. And it's... Uh, or cracked if you're... <laughs> if you're a Marvel, if you want if the cheap, Marvel if you want the, ch- if you want the cheap Mad, yeah, <laughs> or um, Tiger Beat, <laughs> or Tiger Beat. <laughs> uh, well, Comic Bento is the only uh, is the only subscription box that promises not to deliver any cracked or what was the other one? Mad? No, not Tiger Mad. Beat. Ti- Tiger Beat. <laughs> yeah, Comic Bento promises not to <laughs> deliver Tiger Beat or cracked to your door. Actually, I don't know if they promise that, but they probably won't. Um, but yeah, they uh, they'll deliver you Making a bunch promises, of promises, awesome Jason. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> deliver you a box with fifty dollars worth of comics from Marvel, Valiant, uh, DC, Image, IDW, Titan. Basically, I mean, all of the publishers worth a shit in the industry. Um, and if you use our promo code Savage, that's right, Savage, exactly like this show, because it makes sense. Synergy, marketing, <laughs> branding, Savage, <laughs> buzzwords. Uh, if you it's use just that code, really sad man. <laughs> If you use that code, you will get $5 off your first box. Um, and you'll also help support the show. So uh, go over to comicbento.com. You can also uh, check out the link in the show notes of this episode. Um, promo code SAVAGE. Sign up. Get some comics. Read some new stuff. Guys, do you want to talk about the Eisners? Yes. Boy, do I. Boy, howdy. Howdy ho. Howdy ho. I think, um, uh, I think they're going to rename the, the, the awards the Vaughns, if you know what I mean. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Humor. <laughs> oh, you're fired. Uh, comedy. Um, it's, uh, it's another year of, of Saga and Brian K. Vaughn things in general, just kind of sweeping, sweeping the nation. But uh, we've got some... It's, yeah, it's some almost surprises. like he's super good at it. It's yeah, almost it's like weird. that. Yeah. I'd say, you know what? I'd say the three of us... I think all three of us are uh, certifiably pretty big Brian K. Vaughn fans who could speak with some information on any type of Brian K. Vaughn comic. Is that accurate? It's, uh, I, I may or may not have pretty much read everything about Brian K. Vaughn. And I don't say that to be a, like a tool bag. <laughs> like, obviously, I've read everything by... Oh, sorry. Uh, obs. I've read obs. everything by... <laughs> obs. I hate that word. I've read everything. No, I just... He really, he really, there's something about Brian K. Vaughn that has just, he pulls me in every time. Yeah. No, he's a great writer. I saw, there's a few that I haven't read, like Pride of Baghdad and um, Barrier and a couple of others, but so far, just, just, just fantastic stuff. Um, uh, you, you want, do you want to, should we just, uh, should we go through the winners real quick? Let's go through the winners of the Eisner. Uh, I sent you guys the link so that we're going off of the same list. Um, but we'll start. Uh, uh, from I'm, the, I'm, I'm not ready. It's I'm okay. Ready. It's okay. I'll start while you guys I'm pull it up. You yeah, guys. yeah, go, go. <laughs> um, the uh, the winner for best short story is uh, Tom King and David Finch with their uh, Batman short called Good Boy. Did you guys read that? Negative. No. Oh, it's so good. It's about Batman's dog and why Batman I loves ma- his dog. Oh. Oh. Is it as good as Pizza Dog? It's pretty good, man. It's a it's and it's only I mean like what ten pages or something like that five pages because um, oh. it's a short story. This is okay. uh, Tom King's second Eisner for best short story. Uh, the first one that he won was for uh, Black Death in America as part of the uh, Vertigo CMYK series. There you go. There you go. 
It's almost like Tom King also is a super good writer. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's almost as though I'm in love with Tom King. Tom King, marry yeah. me, please. I'm just kidding. Don't. Uh, I gotta. I, I can't do that because then it's like if someone listens, they're like, oh, geez, we can't. We can't let yeah. Tom King get on that show. Yeah. Creepo. <laughs> <laughs> I did run into him uh, at San Diego, and he was a super nice guy. Great guy. Um, cool. Uh, okay, the Eisner for best continuing series. You guys have the list up. Well, now you're skipping one. Best single issue one shot. Oh, that's no, that's I'm no, sorry. No, that's good boy. No, good Isn't boy it? was best short story. The the list is arranged oh. a little weird. Okay, go ahead, Matt. I, Wait, I said no, the I wrong go- thing. Did okay, hang on. Yeah, best single issue one shot. What? Oh man, someone it's, else go right. It's somebody beast else go because here, we're doing super good, guys. We're it, off to a great it's start. It's a range super weird. Like, I yeah, couldn't even tell you what it is. Yeah, the best single issue. But I got I have a much better list than you guys. Best single issue one shot is uh, Beasts of Burden, What the Cat Dragged In by Evan Dorkin, Sarah Dyer, and Jill Thompson, Dark Horse. I am completely unfamiliar with that. So if anyone else can speak to it, go I'm for it. I'm also unfamiliar. Unfamiliar, but uh, Jill Thompson is a fantastic creator. Uh, yes. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's a fantastic series. Rachel, best continuing series? Uh, Best continuing series? It's some comic called Saga. Boom. What? I've never heard of that. By Brian K. and Fiona Staples. Again. Guys. That's a a third in a row, right? Uh, Either third or fourth. I'll I'll look it up really quick. That is is crazy. I mean, it really is excellent across the board continuously. Yeah. I... Uh, I wholeheartedly but it just, agree. It's, it's, it's surprising to me that it would win that many years in a row with, how, with the quality that we're seeing now over the past four years yeah. is so high. And the fact that this remains, I mean, according to whatever panel, and I assume this panel is pretty well-versed in comic books because mm-hmm. it's the Eisners, but... Uh, it's all it's, comics uh, it's professionals. Just, that's sup- yeah, it's just super impressive to me that Saga just takes it again. But it, it really is. It's it, it's the best of everything in, in that book. Yeah. So this is Saga's this is Saga's fourth win for that uh, for that's, that award. That is wild. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. I although I don't think it's going to take it next year. Uh. This this new arc kind of started off a little rough, in my opinion, though. Maybe everyone else loved it, but I'm I'm going to call it next year as an upset. We'll see. <laughs> uh. The next award is for best limited series. Can you guys guess what that might be? We know what it is. Just say it. It's The Vision by Tom King and Gabriel <laughs> Hernandez Walta with Jordi Belair. Which excellent. Yes. I mean That is such a good comic. It really is. That's 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 Marvel at its absolute best. Yep. It's it's Marvel uh, at its best. It's it's Gabriel Walta at his best. It's Tom King at his best. It's freaking Jordi Belair at her best. Like three creators just bringing it hardcore to give you like the coolest real world like crazy sci-fi story ever about a freaking android that decides to build himself a family and work for the government and the hilarity that ensues should i call it hilarity uh Um, uh, dramedy yes It's a little intense at times. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, no, that that series is crazy. It is. It is. It's hands down one of the best issue number ones I've ever read. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and and I mean, twelve issues of any work, like it it stands up there. I think with Watchmen in terms of just overall quality issue to issue. Yep. Um, Uh, Moving on, best new series. Uh, Rachel, I'm stealing this one from you, but you can speak to it. (laughs) Black Hammer by Jeff Lemire and Dean Ormstrom. It's incredible. It's so good. 
Yeah, I gotta read that. I just got caught up on volume one. Rachel is all the way caught up, up to whatever issue just came out. 16? Something like that? I don't 12. Know. 12. 11 or 12. What's, what's yeah, your, what read, are your thoughts on the series, it Rachel? It just keeps getting better. And that's insane to me, how it can just keep getting better. Because now it's kind of... Um, more issues are kind of singling in on one character at a time mm-hmm. and kind of focusing on their backstory and how they're currently dealing with living in this small town, which they don't know how they got there or why they're there and they can't get out. And And now it's kind of bringing up like some mental illness type issues because they're stuck there and can't get out and they're all depressed and it it's awesome just how each character is so defined yeah absolutely i i couldn't agree more uh with i mean obviously like with the newer issues i i haven't read yet but i mean it's 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 incredible that this series and like you said i mean even in volume one every issue gets better uh this is some of jeff lemire's best writing i didn't know dean ormston as a writer before or as an artist before uh but he's fantastic like yes he's i love the art right like it's it's this perfect blend of like creepy but also like heroic and i don't know it's it's super cool um and then dave stewart who you know was the and still is uh the longtime colorist of people like you know darwin cook and mike mignola uh dave stewart's colors on this book are are phenomenal and yes it's it's one of the best homages to golden age superheroes that you could possibly have in the modern age while still keeping it fresh yes hands down that's one of my favorite comics probably that i've ever read hell it's still going and i'm i'm in love with it (laughs) we'll have to we'll have to see if we can get lemire or ormston on the show uh sometime um see then that you'd have to like stop me from being a creep (laughs) 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 <laughs> let's all let's all just make it so that any like uh publicity people at any comic book publisher are hesitant about letting anybody come on our show can we do that you think we could do that for like everything let's not i don't want <laughs> to do that i would love to have jeff lemire on the show but yeah. i would also make a fool of myself yeah <laughs> um don't worry, don't worry guys my my creep's coming up here on the list in a little bit so hell yeah we'll get we'll get there uh, at least all of our our creeps are on here all right rach, rach uh best <laughs> publication for early readers up to age eight uh narwhal unicorn of the sea by ben clanton no idea what it is but if you got a kid younger than eight yeah. then uh you know there's a there's a choice for him i i bet i bet i know what it's about though guys I think bet it's about, it's about a nar- unicorn of the sea. I bet it's about narwhals. It's probably about narwhals. Yeah, because they are unicorns of the sea. F- fun, f- fun fact: I saw a narwhal skeleton in Boston over the weekend. Cool. Oh, that was pretty cool. Wow. You know how long those tusks are? Eight feet long. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Huge. Yeah. Wow. Way bigger than I thought. Yeah, I had no <laughs> idea. So there's a narwhal fact. No <laughs> All right, moving along. Moving along. Uh, the next, I'm the I'm the, uh, I'm the pacemaker for this. Please session, do. Guys. Yeah. No, okay. We need it. Uh, we definitely need it. And this is the uh, best publication for kids. It's Ghosts by Raina Telgemeier, who is the most prolific comic book creator in the world. That's a fun fact for you. Raina Telgemeier huh. is the uh, highest selling comic book creator still working. 
No shit. Wow. Yep. Because she has uh, a deal with Scholastic and makes the best young adult, uh, not even young adult, I guess it's still kids, uh, kids comics ever. And they like they really are touching. I got one for my niece uh, a while back. And these like even reading it as an adult, it's aimed for kids 9 to 12. But as an adult still, there's a lot of awesome like messages and just storytelling in there that really rings true. Cool. Hell yeah. So if you got a kid 9 to 12 or even older, uh, get them some Ray- Raina Telgemeier stuff. There you go. Uh, best best publication for teens, 13 to 17, The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl by Ryan North and Erica Henderson. Ooh. Uh, which is just great. I, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan. I read a little bit of uh, Ryan North's Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. It's just, it's definitely for teens, age 13 to 17. <laughs> Right, but it's 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 pretty funny and it's really good. And Ryan North has a, a great sense of humor, so I'm 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 happy that one. Yeah, and he also Ryan North actually also won uh, an Eisner for best publication for kids back in 2013 with his uh, adventure Com- or Adventure Time series. Oh, there you nice! Go. Yeah, there's a fun time. Um, fun facts. Fun facts. Um, best humor publication. Oh boy. It's it's not Mad Magazine. It <laughs> should be. Damn it. It's it's Jughead by Chip Zdarsky, Ryan North, Erica Henderson, and Derek Charm. Erica Henderson's second in a row. She was back to back, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, then Jughead. And there's nobody same else with, is on same that. With, oh yeah, same with Ryan same North. Same with huh? Ryan, Ryan North. North. Uh yeah, Chip 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 where's my chippy? He's my uh <laughs> <laughs> Where's my chippy? <laughs> That's can can that be the thing we say anytime a Chip Zdarsky thing comes up on the show? Where's my chippy? Yeah, I mean, I'm biting Tim and Eric awesome show, but yeah. Oh well, fuck it. <laughs> Where's my chippy? That, that's that's who you creep on. I'll just keep saying that until he show, comes on the show and I'll be like, "There's my chippy." <laughs> At least I have never personally engaged with Jeff Lemire. Like, you've engaged Chip. I've definitely engaged Chip. Jason has engaged Tom King. Chip Chip made a poster about space that just had really bad science oh, facts. Oh, boy. And I asked him if uh, it would serve as a replacement for my absent father. <laughs> he, said, he said it probably would. Probably. That was a good poster, though. Um, but yeah, Jughead, guys. Have, have any of you guys read it? Nope. Uh no, you know I don't know. There's I, my my interest in anything Archie is severely non-existent. So I will say yeah, the probably same. won't. I will say the reboot that started with uh, Mark Wade and Fiona Staples, which this is kind of tied into, uh, is pretty damn good. Huh. So that's all I'm saying. All right, Jay. Best anthology. Uh, best anthology was Love Is Love. Uh, this was a an anthology that was put together by pretty much any like popular comics creator you can name uh it was edited by sarah gatos and jamie s rich of idw and dc uh this was a an anthology that was put together um to support and honor uh the orlando tragedy um i think it was i I think it was like all proceeds or something like that was donated to families of the uh victims of the orlando shooting um a really touching anthology though um I, i remember it being actually pretty cheap and you can still find it everywhere in comic book stores um because i don't think the retailers were charged for it it's a it's a fantastic anthology everything in it is it's like you know two page somewhere between like two and five page stories um and and it's a it's a fantastic piece of work um jamie rich is one of the most prolific editors in comics right now 
Um, Sarah Gatos also does a great job, and they they every creator in this book well deserved that award. It was a, a fantastic anthology. Yep. Um. Uh... Best reality-based work, one with March, book three by John Lewis, Andrew Aiden, and Nate Powell. Hell yeah. Uh, no idea what that is. It's uh, it, John Lewis is a is a senator. Um, he's a he's a longtime civil rights activist who was there in the Million Man March. Um, oh, March. Yeah, yeah, I know what that. I read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so, yeah, it was the third I'm, volume I, of that. I'm on board now. Okay, cool. Hell yeah. Uh, moving right along. Uh, where are we? Best graphic album, new. Best graphic album new, Wonder Woman, The True Amazon by Jill Thompson. Fucking great. Congratulations, Jill. It's a great Wonder Woman story. If you're looking for a a nice little contained uh, Wonder Woman novel, uh, that's a a fantastic one. It's beautifully painted and uh, written very well. Jay? Uh, The next one is Best Graphic Album Reprint. It's uh, Demon by Jason Shiga. Um, I actually have one of his books on my shelf. Um, I can't even remember what it's called. Something about New York. Um, I haven't read Demon, but I know Jason Shiga is a fantastic cartoonist. Um, so check it out, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, best U.S. edition of international material is uh, Mobius Library, The World of Edina by uh, Jean J- Mobius Gerard. I was going to say it, Jason. <laughs> you were hesitating. He just wanted what, to sound why you gotta block smart. Me like that. Jeez. You were hesitating, I can, so I wanted to just take over for you in case you were struggling. Don't do that. I want I to find out French. Do it. I also have more Mobius information than you do. Do you? So <laughs> I, 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 I first was experienced Mobius. He illustrated uh, uh, some some pages in a book by Ray Bradbury. Did a dinosaur tale novel with a bunch of, with illustrations. One of the stories was illustrated by Mobius. I then went on to read a bunch of Mobius's strips in Heavy Metal magazine um, that I read for quite a long time. Hell so yeah. I, I, Mobius is incredible. If you haven't ever do, like dove in and checked out Mobius's work, it's 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 uh, it's something else. It's, he's it's, quite it's possibly definitely in a class of his own. Yeah, he's quite possibly the greatest cartoon or comic book artist that's ever lived. Um, I would. I would say that that that's probable. Yeah, he's 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 real cool. He's up there with like yeah, like Jack Kirby and uh, people like that. I mean, d- did you guys ever read The Inkal by him and Yodorowsky? Yeah, it's oh. absolutely wild. It, and mind. speaking of, we're, we're I'm just gonna we're gonna go ahead and tie this all in. But you, you brought up Jodorowsky. Yeah. Uh, have you guys ever seen any of his movies? I've seen Jodorowsky's so. Dune. No. Hey, so he made. Um, uh, Holy Mountain and uh, oh, what's right. the one that I saw? It's the weirdest. It is the weirdest movies you'll ever see. I would recommend them. Check out Jodorowsky. He's awesome. I remember watching Holy Mountain at like a party sometime, but I didn't really pay too much attention. It was just crazy. Oh, it's absolutely bananas. Dope. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rach, best U.S. edition of international material, Asia. Oh no, I'm gonna butcher this name. You got this. You got this. You told me not to cover. Uh, <laughs> I, I can do it, but I will. I'll let you. All right. It's the art of Charlie Chan Hawk Chi. Chai. Chai. Chai by Sunny Liu. Sunny yep, Liu, th- uh, the illust- the illustrator of American Born Chinese, which was written by Jean Luen Yang, uh, who also won an Eisner for that. Um, I haven't read Charlie Chan Hawk Chai, but the uh, American Born Chinese is is a fantastic uh, little little work of of art so he's probably pretty good probably good keep going yep 
I'm I'm gonna I'm starting to push this, guys. This is yeah, gonna take it. us forever. Do it. Uh, best oh, archival yeah, collection really slash cool. project dash strips is uh, Chester Gold's Dick Tracy Colorful Cases of the 1930s, edited by Peter Maressa. Hooray! Let's I keep going. The movie the other day, it's still great. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Uh, best archival collection project comic books at least 20 years old. The complete women's comics edited by Trina Robbins. Probably good. Probably great. Uh, Rachel, best uh, writer. Best writer. Some guy named Brian K. Vaughn. Oh, man. This is... Every year. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's won best writer so many times. Let's see. He's one, uh, two, three, four times before. So this is his fifth uh, award for best writer. Wow. He beat my Jeff Lemire. Damn. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. Best writer slash artist. Uh, best writer slash artist is Sonny Liu, uh, The Art of Charlie Chan Hock Chai. This is his first award as writer slash artist, uh, but it is, I think, his second or third Eisner overall. Hmm. Uh, best penciler, inker, or penciler, inker team. Uh, this is going to go solo again to the one and only Fiona Staples for Saga because it's the best. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, she, let's see, she won that. Da, 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 da. Oh, come on. I'm finding it. Finding it while he finds it. Best painter multimedia. It's artist. her second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, best painter multimedia artist Jill Thompson for Wonder Woman: The True Amazon and Beasts of Burden and Beasts of Burden when the cat dragged in. Woo-hoo. Yes, those things. Uh, best cover artist. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Fiona Staples. There you go. For Saga. Uh, best best coloring. Matt Wilson. Uh, Cry Havoc. Paper Girls. Finally. The Wicked and the Divine. Black Widow, The Mighty Thor, and Star-Lord. I mean, finally, I, I can safely say every single one of those, the coloring is stunning. Uh, particularly, yes. I would I would pull out Paper Girls and The Wicked and the Divine. Yes. The Wicked and the Divine has some of the best coloring I've... Like, the, everything about it is incredible. Yeah. yeah Matt, Matt, Wil- Matt Wilson just is the best. So, the coloring award, it's it's been a hard thing because Dave Stewart has won the coloring award for nine out of the last 14 years. Uh, and wow. so the only other people who have won it are Laura Allred and Jordi Belair in that time. So Jordi Belair has won it twice. Laura Allred won it once. Uh, and so it was finally nice to see Matt Wilson break through and uh, get that award because he freaking deserves it. And I mean, Jordi Belair yeah. and Dave Stewart are both amazing. We talked about both of them earlier on the show, uh, but I'm glad he finally got one. Yep. Best lettering. Um, oh, is that? That was rich. rich. Oh, Todd Klein. Clean Room, Dark Knight, Lucifer, and Black Hammer. Todd Klein is a legend of lettering. Uh, he has the the lettering award should be named after Todd Klein. He won the first one, two, three, and then another one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, <laughs> oh twelve my straight. God. He's won it. Let's see, uh, fifteen, sixteen. This is his seventeenth award for best lettering. There you go. That's amazing. Hell yeah. Uh, here's here's here's. Here, Oh, sorry. It's your turn, Jay. Yeah, it's mine. Uh, best comics-related periodical slash journalism. It's uh, the AV Club comics coverage, including comics panel, back issues, and big issues by Oliver Sava. Great job. Those guys, maybe one day, you guys. Maybe one day. Maybe. Yep. Maybe. Uh, best comics-related book, Crazy George Harriman, A Life in Black and White. And I, George Harriman wrote Crazy Cat, correct? Uh, yeah, so also George Harriman, this is about George Harriman's crazy. It's by Michael uh, Tisserand. Uh, but it's about like Crazy Cat and and George Harriman's life. But yeah, yeah. So Crazy Cat was uh, another one of the comics that I got into when I was super tiny. My dad was a super was a big Crazy Cat fan, um, and uh, 
when you know when I was a kid, maybe five or six, I was reading Calvin Hobbes, Far Side, and Crazy Cat. Um, he had a he had like a big you know sort of compendium of all the Crazy Cat comics. And I don't know if you guys have ever gone through and read old Crazy Cats. It's incredibly good, and it's and Bill Watterson cites it as this like the the top influence on him for Calvin and Hobbes. Wow! So if you've never read it, any Crazy Cat, highly recommend it. Yeah, Crazy Cat's um, pretty I, fucking dope. It's amazing. I, I ended up getting my dad a uh, a Crazy Cat uh, panel, framed panel for his birthday one year. Ooh. Nice. Yep. Rach, Rach, best academic scholarly work. Super women. Gender, Power, and Representation by Carolyn Coca? Sure. Coca? Uh, Saka? <laughs> <laughs> this is a great book. Uh, you can see it at like Barnes & Noble and a lot of other places like that. It's, it's a really fun one to kind of like flip through and read some of, the, some of the stuff about just women in comics in general. Um, it's, it's really great. Best uh, Publication Design? Wins with uh, The Art of Charlie Chan Hock Chai, designed by Sonny Liu, who did literally everything on that book. Uh, and he pr- Yeah, he won everything, too, for it. Did it all very well. Uh, best webcomic, Bird Boy, by Anne Zabla. I've been uh, looking to get into more digital comics, uh, or sorry, webcomics at this point, because I have like friends who do them and stuff, and I, I feel like we should have some webcomics people on. Um, yep. And so that's, that's going to be one of my first ones to read. Yeah, I, I've also heard Bird Boy is quite good. Best digital comic. Close it out. Bandette by Paul Tobin and Colleen Coover. Dope. All right. And that does it for the Eisners. Congrats to oh, all the... One more. Will oh. Eisner's Spirit of Comics Retailer Award goes to Kamikaze in Somerville, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Great. Great. Great store, guys. I actually, I want to I wanna check really quick. There was a bunch of Will Eisner Hall of Fame inductees this year. I think it was the first time, uh, so I want to shout those guys out. But uh, any, any other, like, honorable mentions of what you've enjoyed in the last year? Um, uh, let me go through the, no, I mean, honorable mentions. Yeah, there's some, I mean, we've talked about them all. There's, like, this has been an amazing year so far for comics. And, yeah. Uh, looking through the lists, uh, for like you know, let's say let's take best continuing series. Everything on here is super good. The Mighty Thor, Paper Girls, Killer Be Killed, Astro City, all excellent comics. Yes. Best limited series. I mean everything. Archangel, Briggsland, Han Solo. Yeah. Kim and Kim, all super good. Best new series, all super good. Uh, I mean it really. There's it's it's it, it'd be hard to say. Oh, this is the best one, right? Because it's the. the I don't know. Yeah. It's it's like if if you were nominated, it's because you did something right. Yeah, and I I'll put the the Eisner the full list of Eisner nominees in the show notes because if you're looking for any comics to get into, anything on that list uh, will be a good choice. Uh, yes, I, I yeah. mean hands down, anything and even it's stuff all, that's I, not I, on that I'm, list. I mean, there's. So I'm much also I'm I'm really happy. Just honorable mention. Uh, one of the nominees for best new series was Mockingbird by Chelsea Kane. Hell yeah. And yeah. that that's one of the best things I've ever read. Yeah, so uh, so many of these nominees were like some of our favorite comics. Um Oh, totally. It, here's one that I know you've been reading, Jason, for best writer that I really need to d- dive into is Max Landis. Yes. Uh, Green Valley. I got I read I really want to read Green Valley. That's that's high on my list of things to read. It's an insane Dungeons and Dragons slash uh Shadowrun game that just keeps getting Ex- crazier. Totally. And well, and Max Landis uh, uh, in my humble non-Superman opinion, wrote the best Superman story. 
He de- I mean, it's definitely up there. I, you know, for me, it's not quite up to like Grant Morrison levels, but it's still damn, 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 damn good. And I mean, any Superman story that can get somebody like you on board with Superman is is a fucking win. Like if somebody that's not a Superman fan or even really cares much right. at all, I think that's right. that's great. Yep. Um, okay. the The 2017 uh, Will Eisner Hall of Fame inductees were Milk Gross, H.G. Uh, Peter, Antonio uh, Prohias, and Dory Sita. Uh, Gilbert Hernandez and Jaime Hernandez, the creators of Love and Rockets and many other great things. Uh, George Perez, the artist of, I mean, Wonder Woman, Infinity Gauntlet, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, New Teen Titans, all that stuff. Walt Simonson, the great Thor uh, artist slash writer, among many other things, including Batman. And Jim Starlin, uh, the creator of Thanos, the writer of Infinity Gauntlet, the writer of um, Death in the Family, and many other great things. So congrats. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Yep. You know, I, I just started going through Walt Simonson's uh, Thor run. It is bananas. It's great. It's absolutely so good. great. He created Beta Ray yeah. Bill, who is one of the most yeah, underrated exactly. characters in the history of comics. Well, hopefully we get to see him soon. Oh, that'd be so good. Um, okay. Well, should we segue over into the Comic-Con news? Yeah, let's segue over. Um, I'm just going to leave it to you to, to list stuff. Uh, I have a short list here, but we'll just simplify it that way. And yeah, we'll talk no, about I've, it. I've got it organized in a way that'll make sense. Um, but okay. really quick, before we get into that, I just wanted to mention that uh, the other uh, the other way that we've uh, started to uh, give you, give options to support the show is that we now have an Amazon banner on our website. Um, if you go to thatmightbecool.com, the website where this uh, podcast is hosted, among others... You can see right along the top, there's an Amazon banner, and in every single uh, episode, there's an Amazon recommendation for what to buy uh, in relation to that episode. Usually, it is a comic book by whichever creator we are interviewing, um, or just something that we talked about prominently in that show. Uh, the Amazon banner, you've probably heard it on other, other podcasts. It works very simply. If you click through it from our website, you can shop on Amazon just like you normally would, but a small little percentage of that goes toward us uh, and helps us kind of run the show you know, pay for, uh, uh, what do they call it? Bandwidth and, and, you know, like all the random monthly fees that we have in supporting the show, equipment fees, things like that. Um, it will help us out tremendously. If any time that you're thinking about going on to uh, do some Amazon shopping, if you thought about us, your friends over here in the savage land, uh, so you can go to that might be cool.com and just click on the Amazon banner right on the top. And why don't you throw a bookmark in there? If you want, that'd be even more helpful. So that's yeah, that's do that. yeah, do that. Help you get get to it faster next time before you can yeah. do all that binge shopping. Yeah. All right guys, uh I got a piece of surprise news here for you. <laughs> oh boy. It's a it's a big surprise. It's one that we haven't talked about in a little while, but uh boy, boy are we passionate about it. I'm not going to get surpri- I'm not going to be surprised at all. You're going to be surprised. Because good old Keith David is joining Freeform's New Warriors show. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. New Warriors for reals? What? Yeah, uh Freeform, formerly ABC Family, is doing a New Warriors TV show to go along with their Cloak and Dagger TV show. Um and Keith David is going to be a uh, a reg- a recurring star in that show. Huh. Yeah. Huh. What? What? The yeah. What's the team get- What's the the team Why? is going to be the, the team is Squirrel Girl, Mr. Immortal, Night Thrasher, Speedball, Microbe, and Debris. Huh. Hmm. It's okay. Uh, just because I know you're like kind of hemming and, haw- and hawing. Uh, this show is going to be aimed at young adults, like young a younger audience than the CW shows. 
Well, it's got Squirrel Girl in it, so yeah. it's got to. Well, it's on. It's on what used to be ABC Family. Ah, uh, so yeah. All right, well, sure. Why not? Why not? And yeah, I I've tried to watch their um, Immortal Instruments series on there, and yeah, it's definitely aimed towards a very young audience. <laughs> so I mean, that, and that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna watch that or nope. Cloak and Dagger, but cool that they exist for younger kids. <laughs> Absolutely, um, yeah. So that that's the first bit of news out of the uh, the Marvel camp, and that's actually a post San Diego Comic Con news. Um, since we had a little more time, I figured we'd take advantage of it. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll stick on the Marvel train. Uh, a new trailer for the Defenders dropped during San Diego Comic Con. Sure did. Yeah. Oh, I- did you guys watched it, right? We did. Yeah. <laughs> Any thoughts gonna on make, it? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna question every single time of tra- <laughs> that make sure you guys watched it. Just so everybody knows that we all I watched, watched fucking everything. everything. <laughs> yeah, we 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 ugh, too much. Oh, I know. Uh, What'd you think? Though? Uh, looks fun. It's it looked sparse. Yeah. Didn't really get it. Didn't really get into the meat of anything. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm gonna hold off until the show comes out to really make any pass any judgments on it. Like, I I my whole the whole thing this whole this, this entire time is like, are these characters going to have actual chemistry? <laughs> like, why do, why do the Avengers work so well? Those characters have really good chemistry together. Yeah. Or rather, the actors. So let's we'll I don't know, we'll see how these guys do it. Yeah. Like I, th- I don't I just can't see Danny Rand and Luke Cage. That chemistry there. We'll, we'll see what I'm most excited about because I'm not a big fan of Danny and I still can't believe that I sat through Iron Fist. <laughs> is I'm I'm really excited for Jessica Jones to be really mean to him. Yeah, she in, in this trailer, that's one of the things that uh, that happened at least a couple times was Jessica Jones just like being a dick to Danny. Yeah, which just makes me happy because He's so whiny, yeah. and he deserves to have her be mean to him. Do I need to finish the Iron Fist for the Defenders show? Probably not. Um, I mean, it looked like it still had some of the same characters in it, but... Meh. Eh. I, c- I couldn't finish it. I couldn't even... I have yeah. three episodes left. I, I still can't <laughs> believe I sat through it. Yeah, like, even after I finished it, I'm like, I can't believe I just sat through this whole thing. In terms Whoa. of in terms of characterization, I think that, like, like for instance, I thought the Luke Cage show, for the most part, was really, really good, but I don't think that they necessarily gave Luke that much of a personality in that show. Um and I think that Danny didn't get much of a personality either in his show. So it'll be a little interesting to see if they yeah. expand on that. Because obviously, you know, like like we've talked about on the show before, Power Man and Iron Fist, they're, you know, the heroes for hire, uh, uh, an iconic duo. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I hope they are good together and it does kind of redeem that quality for Danny. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's just not very likable in that show. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, I, I hope they steer into that curve, though, and they go, all right, we're just going to make nobody like Danny, and he's going to be annoying, and that'll be great. <laughs> um, and, and Jessica will just be mean to him. Yeah, exactly. Time. Just have everybody like just be like, dude, shut up. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'd watch that. <laughs> Speaking of some characters that do have some good chemistry, how about how about old Thor and Hulk? Am I right? Yeah. How about that chemistry? What do you guys think of the trailer? Yeah. I I'd say that's my highlight of the of SDCC. Same. It's it's certainly and, the and probably the most the most excited I've been for a Marvel movie since Civil War. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I'm beyond excited for I, it. Even more excited than I was for Spider-Man. I guess I wasn't super excited for Spider-Man because I went in with low expectations. But yeah. No, this one's there's something. This one looks like there's that it's just going to be pure magic. Yeah, there's just something about it that's just really speaking to me, and it's probably. Oh, yeah. You know, the synth music and Taika. It is. It's everything about it. It's, it's this perfect storm of, like, <laughs> the hair metal. everything I fucking love. Yes. About, like, why Thor's a cool character. The fact that Hulk talks. The fact that yes. like, they, they form, like, a ragtag crew on, like, some space planet. And, like, but there's no entomologists. Fucking Jeff Goldblum's in it, and yeah, exactly. It's just fuck, everything about it is it's, brilliant. It's so the type I, of movie that you need to take an airbrushed van to. I know it's the perfect. I yeah, mean, it's with like, like some naked lady painted on the side. Yeah, totally. with dragons. I mean, this, it really does it because yes. you know I read heavy metal comics. Hell yeah, <laughs> heavy metal comics were kind of like the only comics I read for probably the nineties. Dude, you know, have you read the Grant Morrison heavy metal stuff for the last year? No, I haven't read anything new oh. in heavy metal for a long time. Grant but Morrison, heavy metal is so the two people running heavy metal magazine right now are Grant Morrison and Kevin Eastman. Oh, that's cool. Of course, you got hijacked. It's Grant Morrison. It's Grant Morrison. Yeah, come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, so I, you know, so this this absolutely brings that back for me. This the whole that whole uh, heavy metal vibe. This it's like synthy metal music and. Kate Blanchett is hella and I, everything. The whole I, thing. I love that she's still wearing her big headdress. I know. Yeah. It's just, the, it's, it's like the when best. I saw that, I was just beyond happy. I know. I, I really, I can't, I, I, I don't have, I mean, I can continue to glow about it, but no, that's, it's definitely the most excited thing I'm, I, 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 on my list this, this SDCC round 2017. And I, I do want to just quickly mention something that I read that Ooh. came from Taika. He said that about 80% of their lines were improvised. Jeez. Jeez. How great is that? Take so that, that Lucasfilm. That just like, made me more excited. <laughs> I know. I mean, like, because I think that let the character, let the actors who have been playing these characters for so long, plus new people, really bring yeah. life to it. I mean, it does. It feels vibrant. It doesn't feel like Marvel. It feels yeah. like this new. Feels like it feels like, like the kids Earth's, have the keys to the playground. Earth. It feels like Earth six one one six, or you know, it, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. feel like Earth six one six. Yeah, it, it feels like. It, I don't know. Everything about it is so great. So I, I am. I'm. I'm absolutely thrilled that this is that 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 Thor's going to come back and just be the best. Yes. Uh, the next piece of Marvel, Marvel news that came out is that the Captain Marvel movie uh, will be set in the 90s and that uh, Carol will not be showing up in uh, Infinity War, Avengers 3. Hmm. Oh, I did not. I thought that she was. So she, she will be in Avengers 4. Uh, so, so the oh, Captain okay. Marvel movie oh. is going to be released after Infinity War, but before Avengers 4. Gotcha. So. Oh, well, that'll be super okay. fun. Yeah. Right? I uh, Here's the thing that uh, I, I was... I, I can... I think if you go back to Savage Land episode like four, don't do that by the way, but you could. <laughs> um, you can't get it on iTunes. You have to go to our website and dig back through. Um, only because I'm I I was a uh, I was a joke back then. We I all still were. am, but I was worse. Um, uh, Captain, I I remember bringing up the scrolls uh, and thinking that they would never be able to do it because of the rights being owned by Fox. 
Uh, so I'm curious how they're pulling that off because I th- I'm, I'm fairly confident the scrolls were attached to Fantastic Four. Yeah, the scrolls are attached to Fantastic Four, but the Kree are not. Uh, and so, but they said this. Didn't I read that the scrolls were going to be in this? That's what I. Th- oh, did they I read? That's what that. Oh. Yeah, they said this. Yeah. It's going to be the scrolls. Well, that'll be fun. Uh, that'll be the best <laughs> scrolls. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's it's Carol in the Scroll Cree War, which is just hell super yes. awesome. Yeah, that means yeah, that we're getting. If it's in the Cree Scroll War, I bet that uh, whatever the first Captain Marvel, uh, Marvel is that just his name, Marvel? Yeah, I bet yeah. he'll probably show up for a bit. Well, yeah, because he's Cree. Yeah, um, uh, that's dope. Yeah, no, it's it, uh, yeah, that's ex- super exciting. So I, I I like I like that, and I really like that it's another period piece. I think that's that that I think that is a great way for Marvel to build depth into their universe. Yeah, and the 90s hasn't gotten enough love yet. Um, Agreed. And I think, so the other, the other thing that's really fun about this, because pretty much every Marvel movie at this point is becoming a team-up movie, uh, and this one is no different, uh, because Brie Larson's Captain Marvel will be uh, teaming up, at least for part of it, co-starring with Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury, featuring Two Eyes. Two Eyes. <laughs> That's freaking dope. That's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be yeah. pretty cool. I hope that Rhodey... do that whole de-aging thing and everything. Oh, it'd be so good. And that's the yeah. thing. It'd be awesome. Like Samuel L. Jackson, much like Robert Downey Jr. and Michael Douglas, has all this footage that they can use to de-age, so it'll be so easy. Um, I hope Rhodey shows they'll up just make him, well. They'll just make him look like jewels from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> With the hair and everything. With the hair and everything. And the suit. <laughs> um, and the suit. And, and the suitcase. It's just <laughs> clips from Pulp Fiction that they've like... And the, <laughs> and, and the wallet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I hope Rhodey shows up as well, because Carol Danvers being a member of the Air Force, uh, I think it would be awesome to have her and Rhodey kind of side by side in the Air Force in the early days or whatever before she gets jettisoned off to whatever the fuck happens to her origin. Yep, I agree. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that would be pretty cool, because we haven't really seen that branch of military and marvel yeah Rhodey mm-hmm. has not been explored that much in these movies especially with a guy like freaking don Cheadle playing him you gotta you gotta use that yeah Agreed. uh well i'm glad you guys are super excited because you're definitely gonna be excited about this next trailer we're talking about uh the inhumans wait should we can we i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna interject real quick because we're on we're on mcu oh yeah uh before before we get to inhumans you guys watched the spoil this the teaser for this the leaked avengers infinity war trailer right yeah. i did not I did. Shit, I watched it. It was pretty good, but I, 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 I didn't good. I didn't want to. It's really good. Um you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to talk about it. We can wait for the actual to drop. It was fun, there were cool things, but we should talk about it when it's like out there and readily available uh in its full form, which should be soon. And when it's actually filmed where you can see it and there's not just people's heads in the way. There was one head in the way that was very annoying. But other- <laughs> Yeah, but then it's like you can also like some of the dialogue you can't quite hear and, and it's No, people yeah. were screaming. Yeah. I don't blame them though. That's the thing at Comic Con. Oh man. Yeah. I, I watched it on my phone in Boston and I was just kinda sitting there like, Oh my God. Oh my God. That, oh my god, goosebumps. That little Thor uh thing in there was was really fun. Anyway, yeah, sorry, we can continue on. I just had to I wanted to interject that. But guys, the 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 next the next great the next binge worthy great show everyone's going to be talking about. It's a it's an event so big it can't even be contained on the TV screen. The Inhumans. Uh. Y- you you want to know what I wrote by my notes for the Inhumans? <laughs> yep. It's yep. just it's just a frowny face. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know I. Uh, I'm not crazy, it, right? It looks terrible. 
Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't looks look really good. bad. <laughs> it doesn't look good at all. ABC <laughs> ABC wanted to like make their own Game of Thrones, and Marvel didn't want like the Marvel Studios didn't want to deal with the inhuman Inhumans anymore. So then Marvel Television and ABC are like, oh, perfect, we have our Game of Thrones on ABC. <laughs> And we're going to cast a bunch of Game of Thrones actors and then get the showrunner from Iron Fist and decide to, for whatever reason, film this in IMAX. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with them? It really, it, it, it looked like one of the worst things I've ever, like, that, there's a couple of the trailers that are, that we're going to talk about on the show, but that one particularly, I was like. Sweet no. Lord, why I, is this a yeah. thing? I f- and and, and I, I, I got I, I don't know. I, I, I feel know. like I feel like Kevin Feige floated this idea to them as a joke, and then they and took they him seriously. Yeah, because he's like he's like, ah, guys, I don't think we're gonna do the Inhumans, but you know, you could do it as like an IMAX TV event if you wanted to. Am I right? And then they're like, oh yeah, we should do that. He's like, uh, oh really? No, wait, wait, wait. You're gonna you're gonna take the Inhumans off my hands, really? Sweet. Yeah. Oh boy. It just looks terrible. Yeah, it looks bad. Like I, everything about it just looks so low quality, like down to ugh. the sets, the oh, yeah. makeup, the, the outfits. Medusa's yeah. hair is just like Medusa's the hair is worst. Like 19, is like it's like it's like the same guys who did the CG for Spawn's cape yeah. in nineteen ninety three. Oh my god, it totally is. <laughs> and so it totally it's like is. imagine having to see those low quality effects in enormous IMAX film. Oh God! You're right? I, there's a there's there's absolutely a part of me that wants to go see the IMAX thing. Oh, just I'm to be going like, to just just to watch the train wreck. Yeah, but like same it, here. I here's the thing I I think that is bothering me the most about everything is who's that main Game of Thrones actor who's like f- stupid speeches featured through the entire. Oh trailer? yeah, he, he plays Maximus the Mad. I don't know. I hate that guy. <laughs> he's not a good actor. I like him. He's. He's not good. He was he was good in that one uh, British TV show, the the one with the kids with the superpowers. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, he did it. He did his one thing. He was pretty good in that. And then uh, let's see. His name is. And uh, now he's bad. Ewan Ryun. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, I just don't like that guy. And I and like he's got this sense of gravitas in the trailer, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm Black Bolt's brother. I'm super cool. Yeah, I don't. But but he doesn't have any powers. I don't have any powers. But I'm the king of the Inhumans. Uh, it's just, can, and I'm gonna take over everything. <laughs> can we talk about how the guy who plays Black Bolt is like the most generic looking guy in the history of the world? Yeah, really. For reals. Oh. They were they were like they were like, well, how about this guy? He's got a goofy voice, but that won't matter. <laughs> he's pretty. <laughs> we'll just cast him because he's pretty. He can whisper okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How's your whispering? He can whisper. Uh, yeah. uh, even Lockjaw. Even Lockjaw, which I know that they're banking on. Oh. Like, oh, people are going to love this adorable d- uh, bulldog. Lockjaw looks real bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Next piece of uh, of Marvel news. Uh, the Runaways. Hulu, directed a Hulu TV show, gets its uh, release date a lot sooner than we thought. Uh, November 21st. It's premiering on Hulu. That's exciting. Yeah. That's very exciting. There is nothing else that we should ever talk about that's exciting with that until they say anything else, you know? But that's that's great. Brian yep. K. Vaughn, guys. Grand Brian, Brian, uh, 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 I hope there's a raptor. Hell yeah. There better be a raptor. What's the raptor's name? It's the best name. It's like Lady Penelope or something. I think so. I love so how good. many dinosaurs there are in the MCU. 
I know. I, 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 we're severely lacking dinosaurs in the films. Yeah. They'll, they'll bring I them agree. in. They got to. Well, you know, our, our, our titular uh, name being owned by Fox might be hindering us there. Hey, maybe. Seriously, maybe. I, bet, I, bet, I bet you guys we would gain ha- t- twice as many listeners if they put the Savage Land <laughs> in the Marvel movies. We got it. Yeah, because this name does nothing for us search traffic-wise, so let's, let's hope at some point they do something with it. Come on, guys. Get it together. And <laughs> put dinosaurs in the Marvel Universe. Yep. Um, so uh, moving on yeah, from... Moving, move, oh, go ahead. Yep. I was just going to no, say, moving, right along. moving on from, uh, from Marvel, we've got Fox. Uh, I figured they'd be the nice hybrid bridge before we go to DC. Uh, the first call. thing from Fox is uh, Kingsman 2, the Golden Circle. Well, you want, a hybrid, you want a bridge, we should do the Gifted. Well, we're going we're, uh, to... We'll, fine, the Gifted. We'll do it with the Gifted. It's in the list. <laughs> the Gifted. That's that's how you bridge, guys. <laughs> uh, the Gifted trailer from Brian Singer and Fox TV is it, or is it FX? No, it's Fox. Fox. It's Fox. Yeah. What do you guys think? I don't know. I don't think it looks good either. <laughs> I think it looks pretty dumb. Like I think it could be good, but I'm I also like didn't dig Gotham, so I kind of feel like it's going on the same type of vibe yeah i think so too the 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 premise i read that it was like an underground railroad of mutants trying to save some people sounded kind of promising to me yeah but then watching that trailer i was like ew this just looks like a stupid dumb thing yeah yeah i like i i it could be good i don't know i i will definitely give it a shot it's yeah i'll give it a gander it's got some mutants i think are cool but i i don't think it's gonna be very good i'm just i I love polaris (laughs) and so i think you, yeah, that, exactly. That's I, pretty awesome. Yeah, that's what it kind of the only one I was really referring to is Polaris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think Polaris is still Magneto's kid in this? I don't know. No. Because then it's like you got to get fast bendy. And that's that's pretty tough. Or, or Ian McKellen. Either one. That's tough. I don't know. The X-Men universe is so fucked up already. Like, I imagine this probably will take place in it's an, a yet another side universe of the X-Men universe and whatever. Yeah. Um. I, I'm just glad just that they figured out, guys. I'm glad that they found something for Brian Singer to do that's not the movies. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, it's it's his time. I've loved most of his movies that he's done with the X Men, but it's it's time for him to to move on from that. Yeah. I just think I, I don't I, TV's budgets are too low to do heavy special effects stuff, but they're really pushing for it anyway. And I just they yeah. need to stop. Well, yeah. Outside of like the big like Netflix and and people like that, their budgets are certainly too low. Yeah, yeah. Exa- I mean, Netflix is even borderline, but it's like they 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 yeah. do it in a way that they they can they can pull off what they're trying to do. Yeah, because with, they they ne- keep it reasonable with the Netflix. Right? They're not like, oh, you know, what we should do we should have laser force field <laughs> fighter <laughs> things happening all the time, and it just yeah. doesn't look right. Yep. Uh, the next the next bit of news, uh, TV news from Fox, is uh, that Noah Hawley, while on one of their panels, I think for Legion, just decided to drop the news that uh, he's in development on a doctor doom movie yeah that's I'm, I'm i'm on board with that yeah yeah same if if it had been like brian singer who was like i'm doing a doctor doom movie i'd be like oh fuck you yeah yeah I, yeah it's no holly man he didn't need legion and needed fargo the guy's fantastic he's such a good writer like i'm on board that's that's a great way to reboot the fantastic four without rebooting them is to just shift the lens it's a doctor doom movie the fantastic four are the antagonists go like that's great. Yep. I, yep. I agree. Nope. I think that's the... I, 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 there's, I, I've always thought that there's... The, the only way to do Doctor Doom would be either A, 
have three Fantastic Four movies and build up to Doctor Doom with at the end of the third movie, or B, what they're doing right now, which is have Doctor Doom be an established character for a while and then introduce the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but don't just have him be like a computer buddy who hangs out <laughs> and is just kind of grumpy. <laughs> And then suddenly he's the villain. So now he's a villain. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, nope. I, I, that's exciting. I think that I think that they could pull off something really cool with that. Yeah. Uh, the next bit of Fox News: Kingsman Two: The Golden Circle. I'm so excited, you guys. Dude, you know what? I I I, I didn't watch it, but I, the only reason I didn't watch it is because I, I've seen that the first Kingsman trailer probably 500 times in every movie I've seen mm. in the theaters. And I'm already excited, so I just don't. I don't want to watch it. Oh, I'm just, that's fair. I'm, I'm this, stoked. This it's, was the first time that I saw it, and oh, I didn't okay. know that they were doing the whole statesman Hell yeah. stuff, which oh, I think okay. is really cool. Like I, I don't like Channing Tatum, but oh. I kind of liked him as a cowboy. I love Channing Tatum. <laughs> I'm and, and Jeff Bridges sold. So yeah, I, I'm really excited. I think it looks really good. Yeah. Oh, totally. I love no, I love great. Channing Tatum and anything kind of funny, and that's also why I'm glad they're reworking the Gambit movie with him uh, in response to Logan and Deadpool. So hopefully that'll be more fun and, and crazy with him. Uh, but yeah, it, this this movie looks fantastic for sure. Yep. Nope. Kingsman. Kingsman. A plus. Yep. Uh, the Shape of Water from Guillermo del Toro. Okay. You want to jump in here, Rach? I got I got something to go with, but you want to? I, I feel like I'm just jumping in first on everything. Um. The the main thing with that trailer when I saw it was like I know this movie is going to make me cry my eyes out. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But it also looks beautiful and just seems so interesting. Like I I've never like seen this before. Like it seems brand new, which is really exciting. And just the thought that seems to be behind it just seems so kind of romantic. Uh-huh. And I'm not like super into romantic no. things, <laughs> but I I'm really into this. No, this speak, this movie speaks to me too. Yeah. But what I was the only, the only thing I'm that I have that I I don't it's probably not true, but it kind of feels like the origin of Abe Sapien. Yes, I, I got that feeling too. <laughs> that was all I could think of the entire time was just like, is this an Abe Sapien movie? Yeah, is this Hellboy? Th- three sort of <laughs> yeah is this like Which is this I'm Guillermo del Toro <laughs> being like I can't do Hellboy 3 so here this is yeah yeah I, I, any which way it looks awesome yeah uh, Guillermo del Toro back to his roots doing cool monster stuff yes because what was the crimson thing or bobber that wasn't very good oh, crimson oh yeah Peak? Rachel yeah, and I saw that together uh, that was not good yeah we saw that yeah, and we it. just made we ended up just making jokes through the whole thing and yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that movie fucking bad. sucked <laughs> yeah, no, but this looks great. I, I th- that actress, she's super good. I, j- I just, I'm excited. I'm excited for this, and it's yeah, definitely up my alley. Same Street. here. Yep. Uh, all right, we got a, a couple pieces of DC news. Uh, the Justice League trailer. Matt, you want to jump in? <laughs> so I've been yeah. going first this whole time. You guys should probably jump in. So Rachel and I watched it, and we're both like, "Hell yeah, this is so dope." Uh, it's the most fun that a Justice League trailer has ever looked, or any DC movie trailer has really ever looked um yeah there's some there's just some kick-ass moments in there man like i don't know i i'm i'm really i'm really excited i I like how it's looking i i'm excited for it i think it looks pretty decent i mean it could still all go downhill once we finally watch it yeah but i'm now more hopeful for it and who knows if that's 
because of Joss Whedon. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing is, I don't think he's quite had enough time yet to, like, at, under the directorial hood or whatever, uh, to have all of that stuff ready to put in a trailer. Um, however, I'm sure he was part of us, you know, he was part of the team assembling this trailer. Um, yeah, and he that, is. That's true. That's a good point. He is doing enough work on this film that is, you know, normally a director that comes in for reshoots doesn't get co-director credit, but apparently the reshoots are substantial enough that he is going to get the second line of directorial credit. So it'll say Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon. Um, yeah, and so I, I mean, I think that the combination of them two could be really awesome because you get uh, the levity that comes with a Joss Whedon movie, you know, the lightheartedness, the humor, and then the really intense, like, action scenes and the, the kind of, like, beautiful uh, shot composition that you would get with somebody like Zack Snyder. Um, so I think it could honestly be be a match made in heaven, uh, or it could be a total dumpster fire that clashes on uh, on tone. <laughs> but... Yeah, I but, yeah, I'm I'm hopeful yeah. for it. And, and I do just want to point out my favorite moment in this trailer is when... Aquaman flips his hair. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good hair flip. It was a really was a good hair, hair flip. flip. I'm like, he seems <laughs> he seems pretty charismatic, man. I I'm I'm really digging Jason Momoa. Um, and I mean I don't know the whole cast. Like even even Cyborg was was having some fun, and Alfred was getting all quippy, and this is a good time. Uh, Here, here's here's my question though for you. Yeah. Who do you think Alfred is talking to at the end? Um, soups. I, I think it's Superman, but I, I would not be at all surprised if it was a, another hat drops like it's, you know, Hank Henshaw Cyborg Superman or, you know, something like that where it's like, oh, we thought Superman was coming back, but surprise, it's not Superman. It's something that yeah. Steppenwolf is using. I, 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 I was kind of kind of leaning toward it being um, like Martian Manhunter oh, or maybe, ex- maybe a Green be. Lantern. It would be incredible. But you can see, you can see if you watch it on a big screen. You can see in the corner. It's there's a red tint. There's a little red. Is there? Yeah, mm-hmm. but maybe it's Alan Scott Green Lantern, and so he's got like the purple sweatpants and the red <laughs> sweatshirt. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be incredible. This like this old man in like sweats just shows up with a fucking magic lantern. <laughs> yep, totally makes sense. I mean, I I think it's like obvious that it probably yeah is Superman. It'll be Superman with a mustache. Kind of. I just kind of hoped that they would use that to introduce somebody else. Yeah, no, it'd be fun. Um, and I liked that it teased that the Lantern Corps is out there, which suggests that maybe Hal Jordan's been away from Earth for a while, dealing with some crazy shit. Uh, yeah. And then, may- who hope like, not hopefully, but like, it'd be kind of cool if he just like died. And then when he comes back, it's like, hey, I'm Jon Stewart. I'm the Green Lantern now. Because uh, I don't know. I don't need that much Hal Jordan, to be honest. Yeah. Nope. Nobody does. Yeah. Um... <laughs> The next bit of DC news, the Flash movie uh, has been reworked a little bit and is now titled Flashpoint, which for anyone who knows uh, a little bit of DC stuff, uh, Flashpoint is over the last, you know, I don't know, seven years, the event that DC uses in any medium to reset their continuity. So I I wonder why they're doing that. Who knows? Who knows? At the same time, (laughs) rumors have surfaced that Zack Snyder and David Ayer are both on the outs with the DC universe. Huh. Thank God. Weird. And, and so is Affleck. Well, see that... I, even I, even yeah. though he, he says that he's not... I'm not sure how I feel with the Affleck thing. I, I think he's probably still going to be in it for at least a couple more movies. Um, and Maybe not directing, though. No, he's certainly not going to be directing. Yeah, th- that, that won't happen. 
I don't think they'll ever be able to convince him to direct. And and that's fine. I mean, keep him as Batman, but not writing and directing like he had originally planned. Yeah, exactly. I I think originally he just did not realize how much work it was going to take to write the script, direct the movie, and be Batman, and try to direct while he's wearing all this fucking Batman gear. Like... (laughs) That's just, I mean, you know, especially like the writing and not having a co-director part of that is just unreasonable. Like, you can't take all that on yourself. Like, if it's just some regular like period piece movie or artsy fartsy whatever, like, you could probably do that. But when there's that much to handle on that big of a production, it's just not feasible to be the lead and the writer and the director. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. I agree. And I'm excited. But I would also like to see Batman direct something. That would be great if he in, in his Batman voice. Yeah, if he like co-directed with somebody, that'd be that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited. I mean, Matt Reeves d- directing it is certainly not a bad choice at all. Uh, and bringing in the writer that worked with him on War and uh, Rise of the or sorry War and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Um, I mean, that's I don't know. It'll be great, the Batman movie. But Matt, what was your thought on the Justice League trailer? What. <laughs> I mean, just, it's fine. Like you can, Guys, you can, you can shit on it. It's okay. I don't want to shit on it's it. It's a safe That's space. My 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 goal is to not shit on things, especially things that are, people are so excited for. You know, and I, yeah. I I see this this aura of excitement for the Justice League of like, oh yeah, we can, especially from a lot of people who were burned by the DC previous films, and they're like, okay, this is it's you know Wonder Woman came in strong and we're going to keep that train rolling with justice league but when i saw that trailer it to me looked god i don't want to i really am having a hard time here not being like it's okay just say it just say it it, 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 at this moment matt is not on board but i it it, no i'm not on board it it looked overly digital it looked it looked forced and it looked like it was like this is going to sound so dickish and people are going to call me out for it, but I'm, and you, you feel free if you want, but it, it looked to me that they were like, Hey, we can be Marvel too. Mm. Uh, like we, we, we have a, a, a space peon that comes down and then, but he's, there's another bigger space guy in space that we have to fight. And I, it's just, I don't know nothing about it. And the jokes fell flat. I, I just, no, it didn't hit me. The, oh, the, the, the redeeming factor in that trailer for me was solely the flash. Flash is great. Uh, yeah, I think uh, what's his name? Grant Gustin, Ezra Miller. So, Grant Gustin's Ezra the TV Miller, one, and Chris is the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ezra Miller, I think is I, I like Ezra Miller. He's a, he's a he's a great casting choice, mm-hmm. uh, and and had the only joke in the entire trailer that I thought was funny. <laughs> um, Which one was that? When 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 uh, they're all standing on the roof, and then Alfred turns, oh. and they're all gone except for him, and he's like, "That was rude." Uh, that's that's yeah. pretty. Funny. That's, it's, uh, it's really ironic that he's the last one there. Being yeah, the because he's the fastest totally. one. Exactly. So that's that's funny to me, and uh, um, you know, again, I'm gonna go see it. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I. 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 I hope for the best because I. 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 I would like to get. I would really like to be more involved in the DC universe, uh, film universe, I guess, and yeah. just. I mean, I, I. I liked Wonder Woman mostly and I, I i'd like to see it but i just yeah. the trailer didn't do it for me at all i get you uh and i, I just but i, I just want to iterate that i'm not like trying to be some dc hater 
No, because dude. It's, I have I, 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 well, I don't know. I don't. I just want to be that guy who's on the podcast, like, yeah, you know, I just thought that the DC <laughs> universe was just really. It's not coming as strong as it could. And I like this character. Like, yeah, yeah, I like him a lot. Okay, I'll bring him back. <laughs> his name's Todd. Oh, perfect. No, we already have a Todd. Uh, his name's Trevor. Ch- uh, Chad. All right, Chad. Trevor. Did... Oh, I was gonna say. I have an inside joke with Chad. Chad. Somebody named Chad. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, you know, it's a douchey name. <laughs> it is a douchey Sorry, name. Sorry, Chads. <laughs> no, I, 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 again, like I've said, I think for every single DC movie thus far, I really hope for the best. But what I'm, I'm not hopeful with what I've seen. I get you. For me, for me, personally, yeah. And if you're super excited about it, then I want to give you a high five and 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 double down even more on. I want that movie to be good because. Uh, I want, I want, especially like you guys. You guys are huge DC fans. I want you to get the, what you deserve out of that film, and get something awesome out of it, and have it be really something, yeah, t- worth worth taking home instead of walking out of it and being like, God damn it! And, yeah, and yeah. I, I, I will say, I, yes, I'm not crazy optimistic. I'm just erring on the side of optimism after this trailer. Um, but sure. everything that's yeah. coming after Justice League, I feel insanely optimistic about. I've I've said it before, but I think that Aquaman is really. Uh, pardon the pun going to blow people out of the water um but also like them announcing that this is flashpoint and knowing which directors that they're talking to uh about directing it you know zemeckis sam raimi uh freaking uh phil lord and chris miller uh i hope i i hope they don't bring sam raimi in i like sam raimi yeah a I, lot i'm on the same I boat don't there. put him in there for the flash uh, yeah, I, don't. I don't want any flash point of view shots yeah Oh yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, but you know you get it. Yeah, Sam probably. Um, I'm, I'm just yeah. excited. I, want, I, I just want Sam Raimi to go back and make more Drag Me to Hell's. Yeah, yeah, because that's the fucking best. I'm just excited to see uh, uh, Thomas Wayne Batman show up, uh, or you know Jeffrey Dean Morgan playing Thomas Wayne as Batman show up if they do the Flashpoint universe to its full extent, which they probably will. That'd be no, cool. that's great. Hey, hey, you know what? Great, do it. Yep. Kick ass. I'll be stoked for it, but. Specifically regarding this Justice League trailer, it, it looked overly polished and digital and too shiny and didn't look lit real. I get you. Grounded. Um, here's one that you guys are excited for. Uh, Ready Player One. Who's not excited for Ready Player One? Yeah. Even people who haven't read the book are, are excited. excited. Oh, totally. They're, they're, even, when, when, even, they're, when they're like, here's a trailer. The fucking first thing you see is the Iron Giant. It's just like every single person on the planet who fell in love with that movie. Yeah. Which well, is... I, uh, hopefully all of us there there is a contingent, probably lost their minds I, I love iron giant uh there is a contingent of people who believe that ready player one is the worst uh kind of basically just nostalgia fishing sure I just see just, that. You, just basically I, I utilizing nostalgia as entertainment and and uh like rather than legitimate like story or compelling things or humor or anything like that just using references and nostalgia as its own value um, yeah, but the story's really good. Yeah, the story's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. Yeah, and those nostalgia things tie in to the whole story. I get, I get so, it. I see where they're coming yeah, from. Yeah, I, I totally I see absolutely it. Absolutely, can see that. And don't care. That movie looks awesome. Oh, yeah, I don't care yeah. at all. It looks amazing. I, I, I was, I was super giddy. Uh, not a hundred percent. I mean, there was some nostalgia moments for me in that thing, but it was also just like the, the. The, the the art design was super cool and the costumes were cool and just looked cool as shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I, I, yeah. I think if the, the one thing that I've kind of come up with in my head is like, well, maybe it's all just a metaphor for, for brands and pop culture and all this stuff taking over the world and corporations just utilizing it to take advantage of people, you know? Maybe. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say or in my head. It's just, or it's just a fun story and it's going to be a fun movie. <laughs> a a I mean, lot of my Spielberg. friends that haven't read the book have now bought the book and are reading it because of this trailer. Yep. Yeah. No, it's it's the same thing that happened with like The Martian uh and other books, which is always great. Like anything that gets more people to read is is fantastic whether it's comics, whether it's books, whatever. I mean, you know. Yes. So 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 what are the limitations with this Ready Player One? Do we know what they can and can, what what properties they can and can't use? Uh, I was wondering that too. Because it, Star Wars features heavily in the book. Yeah. Are they going to be able to use Star Wars? I'm sure they will. I, Steven, I think. Steven's... I think Lucas and Spielberg have given their okay. Because you didn't see any in the trailer, and maybe that's what partly why they're just kind of hiding that. But yeah, I, I'm sure that there were certainly uh, large regulations and restrictions on how much they could use and what they could show um but mm-hmm. being that steven spielberg was a producer on star wars uh and has obviously a great relationship with george lucas and a great relationship with disney um yeah i i i'm betting they're going to be able just because it is steven spielberg i don't think anyone else could direct this project and quite pull it off the same way um i agree but i think a guy like steven spielberg is probably going to be able to bring most of that in uh, yeah, I, y- you're probably right. I hope so. I think that that's. I'm I'm gonna forever ignore this whole, that the nostalgia pandering comment that you made earlier and just be really <laughs> excited to see every single exciting '80s thing all in one movie. That's fair. Uh, no, it's great, man. I mean, uh, you know, let's talk about the nostalgia pandering though. We saw um, uh, Harley Quinn and. Uh, uh, Deathstroke. What's his Deathstroke? We saw the the, the Freddy Krueger. We yeah. saw Orcs. We saw everything. Everything. Yeah, there, there was uh, tons of stuff in there. It was awesome. Super cool. Laura Croft was in there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm just amped, man. It just looks yeah, awesome. I'm just beyond excited. <laughs> and, for it. and 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 I am not a Rush fan, and that was hands down Hell the best song they yeah, could have chosen. Rush. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just. Just, just great all around. I, I, no. you and I have have I think a few times on the show before disagreed about Rush. Uh, and so when I watched the Ready Player One trailer and I heard I heard Rush start to kick in, I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be hard for Matt. I don't know which side he's gonna air on this. I don't, I don't like Rush either. I don't like but Rush. Tom Rush. Sawyer's got some. Tom Sawyer's got a pretty cool riff and groove in that song. But yeah, it's okay. So fitting for that yeah. trailer that uh, I can get over the fact that I, I'm not a Rush fan. <laughs> um. How about uh, Pacific Rim number two, the apocalypse or whatever the fuck it's called? I don't know, man. Uh, it, it wasn't really a trailer as much no, as like an it, ad. An ad for uh, it looked like that thing. That's uh, that that ad in Starship Troopers where that. Yes, like, I'm doing my part. Yes, like will you sign up for the Starship Troopers too? Yeah, that's it was exactly, like, exactly what it looked what it like, was. and it was just kind of underwhelming and just didn't show anything. I can't make any g- I, I judges right, right now. What I wrote was meh. <laughs> I see. But, I didn't I, like Pacific I, Rim, so right. Uh, I, uh, hopefully, it's great. Yeah, I hope hopefully it's good. It's, it's probably not good, but it could be. I'm hedging my best that it's not going to be that good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it won't be good. No. But uh, yeah, whatever. How about? It might uh, be. I, oh, go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, 
two people that we've mentioned before on this episode, uh, Max Landis and David Ayers Bright with Will Smith. Yeah, that is... Man, I keep doing it. Rachel, go ahead. I, I am... I feel like I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to. I don't want to speak over anybody. Yeah. And I want to make sure Rachel's I'm not just, like. Rachel's oh my always God, just me. Rachel's always more passive uh, whenever anything gets thrown up into the room. She's always like watching and waiting for anybody to say something before she goes in. Yeah, because I I overthink things in my head about one thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> just get on in there. We we gotta have like a buzzer. We should have a buzzer that we all hit. A buzzer. <laughs> Increased processing power. Yeah. Uh, no, what'd you think? Um. I'm actually really excited for it. Hell yeah. Like, it, it does look like it could probably be really cheesy. But at the same time, like, there's elves and magic wands and mm-hmm. sign me up. I'm all for this. I'm on board, too. Yeah. I'm all for mythical yeah. creatures. What a, fa- what, a, what, a, what a fantastic original idea. I mean, I think that's partly why I'm so excited. Yeah. I mean, Max Landis, is, it's, he's, he, has, he doesn't really do wrong. Yeah. True. So I have faith already with whatever, this, whatever his screenplay is, is going to be good. Yeah. And then what a fucking crazy concept. They were, you know, they were like, hey, orcs in LAPD. Yeah. And it's just like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's so with Will Smith. With Will Smith. Yes. And I love Will Smith. I, I think he's I'm, I'm wonderful. It's a perfect he choice for the, the role. best part of Suicide Squad. Yeah. So. so No, it looked it looks great. I actually I, I I've read the script twice now. I have it sitting like on my desk. I can see it right now. I've I've read it twice. It is incredible. It's such a good script. Uh and it's clear that as he was writing this, he kind of was really, really hoping that David Ayer would be the one to direct it. Uh, because it is very clearly written in that David Ayer, like end of watch training day style, uh, with a little bit more levity and jokes. Um, I, I just like, did you guys watch end of watch or training day? Yeah, I've seen both of them, but it's been a minute. Those, those movies, I mean, in terms of just like really, really solid police dramas, those movies are, are incredible. And then just like adding this crazy element of, of orcs and, and magic. And a lot of it is like sort of a metaphor for police brutality i mean not even like a a subtle one it's a very clear one uh for police brutality and and racial stuff like (laughs) very very clear there are pretty overt which is an interesting way to go about it totally i think it's great and that's that's another reason why i think that will smith is the perfect choice for it because it's like it's 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 just it's good it's great um now everything about it screams to me that this is going to be a new thing yeah Yeah. it's this is going to be not only is this going to be popular um it's going to introduce uh, a, a sort of a, 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 a game change in s- new fiction. We're going to see, we're going to see people trying, reaching out and doing more creative ideas. And yeah, I hope, I, I hope, I hope, I hope that we're going to start seeing new, new products come out of this instead of the recycled uh, reboots and yeah franchises. Yeah. And I think this is going to be Net- Netflix's first bona fide blockbuster film. Um, because they've yeah. released a lot of really good ones before that have gotten attention, but it's been mostly their TV stuff that's that's really driven it. But I think this film is going to hit big. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, everything thus far, I mean, it looks like it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it looks great. Um, how about uh, the trailer for Star Trek Discovery? Did you guys watch it? I did watch it. I did not. Oops, I missed one. What'd you think, Rach? It looks good. Like, I, I would watch it if I could. This That's my only problem with it. Oh yeah, because of the fucking streaming <laughs> service, it's the CBS Access thing. Yeah. That's so and dumb. I'm not gonna pay for it just to watch Star Trek. Yep. Yeah. P- which, putting it behind a paywall was a mistake. Yeah. Yep. I, and, and I'm sure that this is 
that will just doom the whole thing. Yeah. But it's got really good actors in it. Like the people that they cast yeah. are awesome. And the early buzz says and it's it, really good. Yeah. I mean, it looks really good, really well made. Mm-hmm. And it seems like like they didn't give too much of the story away, but it does look pretty cool yeah. for Star Trek. It is boldly going. I, I, we can't watch it. <laughs> there's, there's, probably, there's probably a way. I don't know. Well, yeah. I I'm mean, of sure course there will be could, a way. I'm sure you could acquire it. The, see, and this, this is the thing. Here, here's the thing. CBS, if you want to make money on this show, instead of putting it behind the paywall and then making it so that 50%, 70% of the people watching it are watching it illegally, maybe just strike a deal with Netflix or Hulu. Like, it's so dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. Just ask HBO how it went when they finally made a reasonable way for people to get a hold of their show, right? Like, Right, not yeah. right, right. Not only did HBO come up with the whole HBO Now, HBO Go, they teamed up with Amazon. So you can watch exactly. all of them on Amazon anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. I, they CBS should do a deal with Hulu. Yeah. I mean, like, and have it at least yep. exclusive I, to that I as agree. well. Would yeah. any of us Easy. have really Easy been? Money. Would any of us have really been Breaking Bad fans if it weren't for Netflix? Nope. nope. Exactly. Not at all. Nobody I, would. I, that show was I, not watched until it was on Netflix. Like, it was kind of watched, I, but only by AMC standards. No, I only watched it on Netflix. Yeah, same yeah. here. It's it's just, it's, it's it's dumb that people keep thinking, like, especially somebody like CBS is like, oh, yeah, people love the CBS brand. They're going to sign up for our app. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, it's crazy. Nope. Uh, now <laughs> it, it's crazy, especially because I, I imagine that CBS app is also limited to specific devices and are not like, yes. Like I, be- I bet you PlayStation won't have it. Yeah. Well, and and they're no, I don't think they have it. It's not. It's not going to be as good as the Netflix app either because CBS doesn't have the funding to devote to developing that. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be a well, shitty or the app. content. It's going to be like Star Trek and nothing else. Yeah, and NCIS. Yeah, that that's the other dumb thing. <laughs> yeah. Watch the Big Bang Theory. Ugh. Um, and it's like if you if they on on their app they have like the most recent five episodes available to watch for free but anything before that you have to have the cbs access so dumb but it's still like i I, there's nothing on there i want to watch anyways so i I actually saw the trailer for the big bang theory prequel show the sheldon Sheldon. that looked like the dumbest thing i've ever seen dumpster fire that looks but i don't know i don't like that That trailer angered me i've never seen the show in the first place but i've seen about 10 minutes probably um looks dumb i personally enjoyed the first two seasons and then it got popular (laughs) and then they stopped doing the nerdy stuff that they were doing Mm. i just i hate it when a show is like look at how nerdy we are because some of their jokes are gold sure sure and and it would be like like if you were a nerd then only you would probably get this joke but then it got popular so then they had to create it more for the masses mm. and all those jokes went away gotcha. yeah it's, it's cheap pandering and it's just like it's it's making it so that the normies can look at how weird nerds are <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. yeah it's dumb i saw a guy in the airport with a bazinga shirt and i thought oh. to myself Ugh. Ugh. that's Ugh. that's that's a moment where i go i like it's really hard to resist just kicking a human being right now my leg's twitching (laughs) oh man Um, Um, speaking of uh, of Star Trek though and in a similar vein the Orville 
Seth MacFarlane's uh, Star Trek sort of spoof, but more homage? Rachel's face is exactly how I feel. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, it looks terrible. Really? Bad. Terrible. I'm not... No, no, not, not gonna watch bit. it. I see, nope. It looks bad. I think it actually I looks kind of good. I hate Seth MacFarlane so much. I, I hate too. him. Seth MacFarlane's such a huge wanker. Yep. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a big Seth MacFarlane fan. Like, I think that Family Guy, after like season two or three, has been like one of the worst shows ever to hit television. Uh, however, yeah. I do think that Seth MacFarlane is a smart guy, and I think that he's just like lazy on those shows and doesn't care. This no. Li- Did you watch that hundred million hundred ways to die in the West? Yeah, but that was. I mean, I sure, that was a dumb movie. That was a really dumb movie. That was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. That movie was not yeah. funny, absolutely terrible, full of the shittiest, pandering, sexist garbage jokes. Mm-hmm. All Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, like that's Seth MacFarlane. But this, but this doesn't but, look they're like, like that. They're though. like, here you go. No, but the, 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 when Seth MacFarlane is given reign to do something, that's what he comes up with. Yeah. So if you're being a sexist jerk, why am I going to watch your other stuff that looks bad anyway? Looks, no. <laughs> I don't pass. know. I, I, I'm pass. feeling kind of optimist, optimistic about the show, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah. I'm not even going to watch it. No, nope, <laughs> not me either. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, not gonna, even gonna not going to give it a chance. To, I'm not going to give them the... the, the I, I won't even give that show... Uh, the unofficial ratings boost by adding a, a, a leecher onto Pirate Bay for it. Yep. Nope. <laughs> Not going to do it. Uh, how about Stranger Things Season 2? Well, yeah, we can go full circle there and oh my God. talk about how excited I am about Stranger Things 2. Did you watch the Thriller trailer? Yep. Yes. Oh, my God. That was perfect <laughs> with Vincent Price. Oh my god! I, I didn't. I saw that it was the thriller trailer. It did not click, and I'm watching it, and Vincent Price comes on. I was like, "What? Yeah, I did yes. the same." <laughs> oh god! Don't do that. <laughs> I love but seriously. I love when Rachel gets broken on the show, and she just has to like tell people to stop oh, I, doing. I that. just it's th- I just have to do that. That's all I have to do. <laughs> But seriously though, that no, that I I amped, 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 amped. Yeah, it looks so good. Yeah, yeah, I thought it looked pretty Absolutely. good. Absolutely. I, 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 I was. I mean, I, granted, I wasn't as high on season one as everyone else was. Uh, I'm, I'm a little nervous as to whether or not they can, like, whether or not this show and this concept stretches further. Because uh, we've seen it before with really good shows for the first season that just can't quite find that magic again, and I'm not sure if they'll be able to do it this time. But Sure. Here's what I liked about the season two is the f- season one was Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. Yes. It looks like season two is... Video games? Wh- whatever that video game they were playing. Yeah. Which, oh. Which I think is actually a really good idea on their part. The, like, like Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair, yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Um, and you kind of you can kind of tie it in there. Yeah. And then, like, they're running around like Ghostbusters. and Yeah, they're, they're cute little outfits. Oh, adorable. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm all it. for it. It looks I wonderful. definitely think that, I think for me and Rach, probably more than you, Jason, is that was our childhood. Yeah. To a T. Yes. And so I, there's absolutely a connection when I watch that show where I'm like, this is my childhood for reals yeah yeah like this is actually what i did as a child uh, yes exactly i think that uh, was part of my i wanted separation. to be a ghostbuster <laughs> yeah i was playing arcade games exactly like, i was riding around on bikes with my friends i was listening to thriller woods, listening to thriller <laughs> i know i mean everything about it is just yeah yeah I th- so great i think that was part of my uh 
my separation from the first season is that for a lot of people, it really hit the nostalgia button. For me, it didn't hit the nostalgia button. And so for me, it was just like, oh, okay, like, you know, just pure like story because everything, like all the nostalgia stuff just didn't really get me. Um, and so that, that might be why I wasn't quite as like over the moon about it because I still thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, but I wasn't like yeah. obsessed with it like everyone else was. And so maybe that's just why it's not really quite hitting me. I think there's an element there to it. Um, no, I, 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 yeah, totally. A plus on board. Yep. Uh, how about uh, Happy, the adaptation of Grant Morrison's uh, image series? Uh, I couldn't find it. Um, I told you to search he- old, Happy yeah, Sci-Fi. The only uh, I didn't find it. The so only thing okay. I found was like with the unicorn seconds. Yeah, long. that's the one. Yeah. So I mean, that's all I got. I that's don't know anything knows. else about it. So <laughs> it's, well, it's a really it's a. I have <laughs> no. I have no opinion. <laughs> it's a really fun image miniseries from Grant Morrison. Uh, it's 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 an awesome series. I think it's a great concept, and it'll be really fun on TV. But uh, we don't have to spend any time on it. Um, I I like the the actor that they have in there. Yeah, he looks good, and I think I think sci-fi is is starting to turn that corner where they're actually producing good stuff. The Expanse was was pretty awesome. I know Matt didn't like it, but uh, I loved the Expanse. I just could, I, I, yeah, word on the street is it's good. I just I couldn't get into yeah. it. Yeah, and Channel Zero is another show that they do that's really awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're turning that corner where some of their content's going to get really good, and they've got a bunch of adaptations signed that are kind of in the works from comics. Uh, that'll be really cool to see. Um, yeah, fair enough. I, I think the thing that really turned me off from sci-fi was when they did the Childhood's End oh, miniseries. Yeah. Which is what like probably top three favorite books of all time. And, and that miniseries was the worst. That was bad. Yeah. Yeah, that so. makes sense. I'll, I'll, I'll give them a chance. If they, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, Grant Morrison obviously has... Uh, yeah, and he's in the writer's room for this show as well. Yeah, so he's got a lot... There's a lot of credit there, so I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's it's funny. This is actually, weirdly enough, this is like the one uh, comic book series that Grant Morrison has full control of, full ownership of. All of his other oh, series yeah. have been mm-hmm. with like Vertigo or Boom or people like that where they share the rights. And so kind of like Brian Wood was talking about, sometimes it's just really, really hard with Vertigo stuff to get anything optioned. Uh, and he got shot in the foot when the Matrix basically ripped off of invisible, ripped off Invisibles, and it was a Warner Brothers property, so there was no lawsuit to be able to be done there. And it basically made it so that any time Warner Brothers would think about adapting the Invisibles, they'd be like, "Well, we already did that with the Matrix." So mm. shitty. Yeah, it's real shitty. Uh, but I, so I'm glad that Grant Morrison is finally seeing one of his projects, you know, get adapted because I mean, he yeah. he's a creator who has done so much incredible work. Uh, that deserves to be recognized by a wider audience. Sure. Um, yep, I agree. How about a wrinkle in time? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, so I, the, I, this was a book that my dad read to me as a kid. Yeah. So I, I do have a deep attachment. So I, I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd love for it to be really good. And I think the casting looked pretty good and the visuals looked all right. And they fucked it up royally with the adaptation they did before. Yes. And uh, my hope, my f- rather my fear is that they're going to dive into it and they're going to try to like action it up a little bit and suspense it up a little bit. And that's going to detract from the real magic behind A Wrinkle in Time, which is such an incredible book. And I, same as with Rachel. My parents read that to me when I was a kid. So... Um, I have I I I really hope it's good because it's kind of in that same ballpark as 
Tarzan or uh, there was one other one that just came out, John Carter, where if you screw that stuff up, it's extremely disheartening. Yes. And this one's, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it, it, here's, the other, here's the other side of it, though. It will introduce a whole new generation to A Wrinkle in Time because I bet you to some degree that book's fallen out of favor. Yeah, I, I've... Yeah. I, I, like, I know my dad was a big fan of A Wrinkle in Time, but I have my entire life not really even been aware of like what it is. Yeah. So maybe we, maybe Silver Lining will get more awareness around it, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 will, I will, again, that's, that's going to be one where I'm going to have to sort of yeah. weigh whether or not I want to even see it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because I, I still haven't seen John Carter. I didn't watch the new Tarzan movie because these things are yeah. so dear to me. Yeah, <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the I, th- I just don't know. Here's the, you, you haven't watched John Carter? No. It's better than people say it is. It is. It is absolutely better than people say it is. I was on set for that movie. Um, were you? Yeah. When they, cool. they filmed some um, of the desert scenes uh, down in southern Utah, and so I was on set for like yeah, a couple they, days. Yeah, they actually stayed at um, the hotel that my mom worked at, oh, and, and she met Willem Dafoe. Nice. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it is absolutely better than people say it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's pretty loyal. They take a couple liberties here and there. Obviously, they're trying to sort of come up with a cleaner story than Edgar Rice Burroughs meandering yeah tale that goes on for 11 books yeah yes um (laughs) but for the most part it's pretty great to watch i i would say don't watch tarzan watch john carter and Uh, uh, if 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 only to just watch the first half yeah okay um because it's i mean yeah it's, it's a fun movie it is um the special effects are really good ula is the best uh, and um, I'm totally blanking on what the Martians are called. Tharks? Yeah. Are, look super cool. So it's definitely, I would, I would, I would, I would say, <laughs> I know, and this is, you know, because John Carter, Princess of Mars was one of the first series I got into that I was like, what is this? This is the most yeah. thing. Uh, and I was super hyped for the movie and it did not, reach full expectation but it did not 100 percent disappoint okay. so I, I'll, I'll i'll give it a shot it's then. worth watching just to see the visuals for most of it some of the some of the later stuff like the third act kind of got a little meh yeah. uh deja thoris was not great but like overall like william defoe is super good as tars tarkas uh yeah, it's it's worth watching. So I will say just one thing to kind of give you guys. Maybe it'll give you a seed of optimism. Uh, the 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 screenplay writer, the screenwriter on uh, A Wrinkle in Time was the writer slash director of Frozen, as well as the writer of Wreck It Ralph and Zootopia. So I mean, she knows her stuff. She's 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 That's, she's a good writer. Uh, and 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 I can give. I mean, I I'm I, I'm too old and male to th- think Frozen was any good. But yeah, well. I I didn't enjoy Frozen. No. What about Wreck It Ralph and uh, and uh, Zootopia though? Uh, I never saw Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph was Zootopia. I liked Wreck It Ralph. Meh. Well, so okay. But I but I loved Zootopia. Zootopia was so good. If uh, if that doesn't sell you, then uh, the director is uh, Ava DuVernay, who directed Selma as well as uh, the documentary Thirteenth that's playing right now, um, and a few other oh, things. Oh wow! So she's okay. Yeah, that's in, that's yeah. intriguing. Yeah. 
that that makes me feel better. Yep. She's a fantastic totally. director, and then I mean the cast is is pretty great too. And it's it's the, the cast the cast, the cast yes. is really good. Yes, and it's awesome that cast the team wonderful. like the the creative team writer and director are both women. That's kind of great. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Also good. So yeah. Okay. That uh, I, I that that does give me more hope. Uh, yes. Same. And, way. You know, it really and, and this goes to the, me talking about the Justice League of the Whale yeah. as well. Trailers don't dictate a movie. No. Um, and I and I cannot one hundred percent judge a movie by what. A trailer gives me, um, and I will say Oprah. I'm Oprah crazy. looks cool. Eh, whatever, I don't know. And but, you uh, get a no. fridge. Oh. And you get a fridge. I like Oprah. I love the color purple. She was wonderful in that. She was good in that. I'll give you, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Have you guys ever seen that bees gif? That Oprah's like giving out things, but then somebody added in a bunch of bees into the shot, and so it just looks like she's in, <laughs> she's just letting out a ton of bees into her studio audience, who's panicking and crying and stuff, and she's just laughing the whole time. <laughs> it's one of the most incredible uh, gifts I've ever seen in my life. Oh, uh, that is brilliant! That's amazing. So good. Just just pull up your Giphy if you're listening, and uh, and search bees. I'm sure you'll find it. Um, All right, how we do it? How we doing on this oh list? Oh my god, yeah, I feel no, like we're reaching. So forever. we're yeah. There's there's uh, there's a bunch of comic stuff that we won't get into on this episode. But the last thing I wanted to bring up was uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh my god! Right? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I yeah, I because I, I, I was like, I don't know, Blade Runner. Why are they going to totally? Reboot that? Yeah. We I remember when but, this was announced. We on the show were talking about how unstoked we are. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And then <laughs> <Exactly>. holy <laughs> shit. Hot. Damn, yeah, yes. that trailer. Whew. I will say, Roger Deakins, uh, and people are talking about this maybe being his best work, but he is doing some cinematography magic. I mean, it's oh, incredible, it beautiful. Oh, it's incredible. And 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 I was reading something else about it too that they were saying people who are more in the know and have seen more of the film, they were like that trailer does nothing to the overall film what that what they've been doing with this film that trailer wow. is unfinished compared to what you're gonna see yeah oh, wow i i have a friend whose dad was in this movie and she's apparently said that like there's just like parts of this are completely unreal that they like it's it's they can't even like even if they were able to talk about it they would have a hard time figuring out what to say no i th- yeah I, I i i went from zero interest to 100 percent interest yes it's and like that yeah. soundtrack, dude. The soundtrack is oh, every oh yeah, oh, no, it's so, just, yeah. It oh sounds God, so yeah. good. It looks so good. And the way that they cut yep. which two songs Stoked. did they put into this trailer? I can't remember which two songs they used, but the way that they cut them throughout this trailer was just fucking perfect. It was um, no. shit. I can't remember. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But you yeah, know, it, it, it was. It was great. I, I was super impressed. Yeah, this it's gonna be an awesome movie. Um, all right. I think yeah. For this episode, uh, we'll we'll leave the comic uh, book. Uh, oh, go ahead. Rocco's Modern Life. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I didn't have that on my list. What? But they, there's a whole bunch of Nickelodeon reboots. Yeah, there's like yeah. seven. Uh, Rugrats. I just want to get. Hey Arnold. Mention them all. Hey Arnold. Hey, Mon- Real Monsters. Are they doing no, all Real Monsters? They should. Cause they should because that was amazing. But Rocco's Modern Life is. I've gone back and watched old Rocco's Modern Life, yeah. and it's still really good. It it's so funny. It is. And and even the trailer that they did, I was laughing so hard over it. And they got the same voice actors. Yeah. Which and they still sound the the dead ones. Oh really? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I don't know. But they all sound. I mean, they got the main guys, Heifer and Rocco, and yeah. What's the what's the turtles? Gilbert. Gilbert. It's it's probably yeah. It's probably the same original cast. Nick's Nick's pretty good at uh, maintaining relationships with people like that. Yeah. Yeah, Fantastic. I'm I'm so excited. I am too for it. 
no, I, I have only one more to mention, too. And it's not quite Comic-Con, but it came out the same weekend, so yeah. I'm going to count it. Did you guys watch the new trailer for It? Yes. I didn't. Woo! Oh, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> they, had, they had a whole VR thing at uh, Comic-Con while I was there, and, and uh, I didn't go inside of it, but people were going nuts over it. Oh, man. I'm man, you should have went in there. It's just that, lines. That, lines. No, um, no I, I don't know. I don't, we don't have to go too much into it, but that's 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 one of my favorite books too and and uh has been treated poorly mm. yeah even though tim curry was tim raw tim curry tim curry was tim curry amazing as pennywise yeah the rest of that show is not yeah the rest good. of that was just the worst um, yeah so i think they're gonna i think that they're i think this is gonna be awesome yeah i'm i'm really excited for it, yeah, me too. it and it looks like genuinely terrifying absolutely terrifying yeah as it should be because that scene with the kid where he's like you all float down here you all float down here you all float down here (laughs) just like oh my god i can't handle this kid right now this is the best (laughs) (laughs) like as much as i'm like uncomfortable by the scary stuff like i since i grew up with it it's just kind of something that i will subject myself to (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> especially if it's stephen king and it's stephen king done well i know so oh, I'm, i and what's his name Skarsgård looks terrifying oh. <laughs> so creepy oh i'm excited yeah I'm very it looks really good totally and it was funny that's that scene with the kids in the sewer and they're like making fun of like how they're walking in gray water because it's piss and shit and yeah he's like like holding the stick out and he's like here's your rod or whatever it's yeah. just like I can already tell that those four kids have really good chemistry. Yeah. Which is definitely going to make for a good movie. Yeah. And and the kids seem likable. Like, they're not going to annoy me. Right. That's always my issue with kid actors kid in actors. movies is they're just <laughs> annoying. But, no, all of this looks good. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. Totally. Um yeah, I think, and I think that does it for for this episode. We've there's a bunch of comic book news, but I think we'll just cover that in the next episode, um, yep. as well as uh, being able to do some catch up. Uh, let's see, Amazon banner that might be cool. dot com. Check out the Amazon banner. Uh, Comicbento. dot com promo code Savage. Uh, if you want to save five dollars on a comic bento and get some dope ass comics, uh, where can they find us on social media, guys? Uh, they can find us on. Uh uh, uh, Facebook and Instagram at Savage Land Podcast and Twitter at Savage Land Pod. And what should they do with the iTunes, Rach? Um, they should rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Hell yeah, they should. Leave us those ratings and reviews. And while we are on the subject, uh, this this review came in like over a week ago, but since we had interview episodes, we just haven't been able to get to it yet. Um, oh, hey, we actually, there's two more reviews. That's cool. Uh, wow, for go. reals? For rizzles. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the first is from David Acosta, uh, who you can find at DA Comics on, uh, on Instagram and on, I think, Twitter. Um, he's got a great Instagram account. We followed him for a long time. Um, good guy. Cool guy. Uh, the review says, Straight Savages. Uh, and the body says, I love the podcast. I travel a lot for work. And I got to thank these guys for keeping me up to date. They frequently have comic book writers slash artists. Uh, they talk about everything, games, TV, comics, greens, beans, tomatoes, you name it, they got it. There are many podcasts out there. These guys successfully manage to keep things interesting and engaging. You won't regret it when you enter the Savage Land comic book podcast. 
Yep, and we got another one from uh, Daniel at Geek Street Podcast. There are some fellow Instagram uh, uh, friends. Hell yeah. Uh, first and foremost, recommend their podcast. It is very good. Yep. Uh, and their their uh, review is, it's special, special day in the Savage Land, which is a fantastic reference to Jason saying that too many times. <laughs> um, special, 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 special. Po- special, special, special. Uh, this podcast kills it on so many levels, exclamation point. Rachel, Matt, and Jason have a great time just shooting the breeze. That's what we do. Uh, I'm going to put this fire out with guns. Oh <laughs> the Finger creator guns. interviews are awesome. They will have you hooked and wanting more. Thank you, Daniel. Yes, yeah. thank you very much. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks, uh, David. And thanks for leaving five-star reviews. That's that's just that's so helpful. Um, and seriously, like we can't stress enough, uh, everybody listening, these reviews help us infinitely. Uh, when we are reaching out to creators, uh, when people are searching for a new comic book podcast or new geek podcast to, to tickle their fancy, uh, these reviews are the biggest thing that will help us climb up in those rankings uh, and, and help us book more great guests and find more fantastic listeners like yourselves. Uh, so if you would please kindly, even if you don't use iTunes, you can hop on there on the computer real quick, leave the review, and we will greatly appreciate it. And like we have with every other review, shout you out for whatever you got. Um, and if you would like to uh, send us any letters or questions for the upcoming guests we have, the email address is letters at savagelandpodcast.com. Uh, and then our next couple of interviews are Becky Clunan, uh, who is the writer of Punisher as well as the uh, writer of Southern Cross. Uh, she wrote and illustrated three short stories that are now collected in a trade paperback called By Chance or Providence. Uh, she also was a writer of Gotham Academy and the artist of Killjoys and a bunch of other stuff. Great creator. Uh, worked with Brian Wood on Demo uh, and a couple of other yep. things. Uh, so she'll be our next guest, followed by Michael Cho, who does some of the most fantastic cover art uh, ever, including... Ever. Yeah, it's ever. really good. Um, He's amazing. Yeah, and then his graphic novel, Sh- uh, Shoplifter, which you can find at Barnes & Noble and other comic book stores all around. So those are our next yep. few guests. And then- Yep, and well, and I, I'm going to drop Tim Seeley as well. Hell yeah. Uh, he did uh, Revival. Um, Nightwing, shoot, Grayson. Ni- thank you, uh, thank you. Hackslash. Bunch of DC stuff. Um, Hackslash, that's the other one I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, he's he's a uh, fantastic writer. Uh, uh, yeah, Revival is super cool. Isn't Revival also getting options? Yep. Is it? No, yes. it's, it's in production. Yes. It's in production, yeah. Which is super exciting because uh, that's a cool story. That Yeah, yep. that's a wonderful story. It's one of my favorites. Totes. Yep, very good. Cool, dudes. Uh, did we? Uh, yeah, I think that's everything. We do we cover everything? I think we almost did, guys. Almost, almost. Probably most. Sure. Why not? Um, hey, J- hey, Jason. Yeah. Got a question for you. What's? Oh no. Did you, Did you like the boots? Coffee. <laughs>